gritty culture and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here with, with the author, the novelist, the dancer, the educator, the uh, the subject of two separate documentaries and if you go to marissa uh, melissa vision dot com uh well no, no melissa vision uh at uh roku tv and at amazon fire you can check out the documentaries or go to melissa i tell uh frank mckay here with our host each and every week melissa i tell joran melissa how are you i'm doing great frank considering how are you yeah well yeah same um i you know uh, things are things are well here uh and you know you much rather be here than be in the in the shoes of of the folks in uh in israel um i i i know they're lined up uh as as well as they can that's one military you never want to underestimate the the israeli military but uh it, it always is a little scary going in on uh, on the ground war and uh, and the ground uh, attack. So they've been bombarding the uh, the area. I think they evacuated it properly. Uh, everything you could possibly do. I know they're trying. Uh, the Hamas is trying to blame uh, Israel on on uh, on bombing a hospital. But I think we got proof that it was Hamas themselves. That I know. I think they accidentally bombed it, and they're trying to blame it on Israel. And which they're trying to blame everything on uh, on Israel. Um, Look really, it makes them look really bad. Terrible. Yeah. I mean, what, what's your what's your take on on what's happened in this last week? Well, it's just more of the same. I mean, if you you know if you scroll on on social media, you'll see pictures of the of the kidnapped or the the, the murdered and uh, murdered most of them young people living uh, you know in the kibbutz or who were happened to have attended that music festival. Yep. Uh, elderly people who were taken from their homes. The big question is, are any of them still alive? And if so, in what condition? And how are we going to get them out? There are Americans who have been kidnapped over there. It's a tenuous situation. We know that Iran is fun- funding all this. It's all coming from Iran. And the big question is, you know, what's next? Is Iran going to get involved in this? Is this, you know, is this going to be a, a parallel to the Ukrainian situation? We're going to have now have two two wars going on. Uh, is this leading to something even greater? Yeah. Well, I I think, and I'm I'm hopeful that is. And again, the last thing in the world you want is extended war or whatever. But I think that it, you could you could turn back the clock or or set the uh, set the clock um, in a good spot if once they're done with this and they take care of Hezbollah. Uh, if they turn to Iran and at least wipe out, wipe out all of their uh, progresses, uh, or the progress they've they've made since Obama gave them that that deal, uh, not wipe out their, their their nuclear reactor or whatever the hell it is, I am uh, I am all uh, I am I'm all in favor of them uh, turning some uh, some uh, military might on Iran. And again, I don't know if you think that's where they're going, but um, I think Iran is uh, is 100% behind this, 
and uh, Saudi Arabia publicly will criticize Israel. But uh, I got news for you. They're going to be cheering and dancing a jig when they uh, if Israel wipes out um, the, you know, the, the key military spots of Iran. Uh, what's your thoughts on any of that? Well, it, it, you know, this, this this deal shouldn't have gone through because of the money. I don't care what Blinken said. The money was was not used. Used if, if it were used. For Biden, reasons, you mean Biden, right? Reasons. I I I can't. You know, I, I this this isn't humanitarian. Maybe that's the de- their definition. But um, you know, and it's funny. Of course, you know, Russia was chiming in. Putin said that Israel has to. You know, they, they have to treat the Palestinians better. This, uh, you know, they can't, you know, use them as, as, as uh, you know, um, as target practice, and they can't deny them their water. And, and, you know, Jeez. You know, okay, I understand cutting people off with water. I understand that. But what about cutting babies' lives off, you know? Yeah, and by the way, consider the source. I mean, uh, Putin, Putin giving humanitarian advice to anybody? You know, he's. It's like uh, you got to be kidding me. I mean, Putin should have nothing to say about anything um, criticizing Israel. Um, you know, it's not like the Ukraine went in and and cut babies' heads off. Uh, you know, Russian babies' heads off, uh, or, or slaughtered innocent, uh, elderly, sick, young, all. You know, everybody. Uh, Putin should shut the hell up. Is what Putin should do. He feels he's the smartest man in the room, and you know what is what does he care? He. He probably sees all these people uh, who were abducted and, and murdered by Hamas as, you know, you know, they're just, uh, they, they just happen to be around. They're just, um, they're, they're just uh, collateral damage, you know, what can you do? It happens everywhere, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Let me remind folks, uh, Melissa, I tell Check out the documentaries there. Frank McKay here with Melissa. Yeah, Putin uh, really has... Uh, uh, you, look, you don't have to. You don't have to think too hard to know who Putin's cheering for over there, um, and he's uh, he's he's cheering for the Palestinians, and he's cheering for Iran. That's his buddies, Iran. I, I guarantee you that there's a conference call constantly between the, the Russians, the um, the Chinese, and and uh, and the Iranians, and anybody else who's an enemy to to America. I I guarantee you. That those conversations are taking place. Oh, absolutely! You know, Putin is availing himself of Iran's uh, munitions, and you know, he needs a free, you know, to keep the Ukrainian thing going. And and uh, you know, we know that China's, you know, China's the you know, head of this whole uh, axis of evil, and North Korea is in on it as well. So uh, you know, it's it's so eerily. Uh, it, you know, eerily um, reminiscent of, of uh, 1938, 1939, yep. and you know what's happening here on the college campuses is is abhorrent. I mean, it's 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 uh, unbelievable. It's 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 uh, it's frightening. It, it and it shows you how America has really changed in, in the, I guess the last decade. I've never seen so much anti anti Semitic, anti Israel, uh, anti American sentiment. I mean, they, it was calling for death of Jews and, 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 and colonialism. There's no colonialism. The, the, the Israelis were there. You know, that was their land thousands of years ago. And the Palestinians, you know, were caught in the middle, and the Palestinians are being used by Hamas, and they don't even see that. 
you know, it, it's it, it's amazing to me. And, um, you know, they're not just saying death to Israel. They're saying death to uh, America, death to Israel. In the same breath, they're saying all of that. I, you know, I've lost tremendous respect for Harvard University. I mean, that what Harvard University is uh, is putting forward in the um, in this and, and their response to it is, I, I don't know. I, do you have the same feeling about Harvard, the way they've handled this, uh, that I do? Well, first of all, I think Harvard has always been overrated. And I think compared with Yale and uh, some other institutions in, in the Ivy League, they're just uh, holding on to their, you know, their past glories. Uh, and I don't like that what their president said. She, you know, she was neither here or there. She, you know, she, she's just saying, well, you know, we, we accept all free speech, even if it's hate speech. Yeah. I mean, it's, Jeez. It, it look, and look at Columbia. The Columbia University campus, which includes Barnard and the other schools in Columbia, these graduate schools, the professional schools, med, you know, well, the medical school is farther uptown, the law school, the engineering. And I went to I went to Barnard College, and I went and I, I went to Columbia for graduate school. I was part of that community for many years, and and it was always uh, it was always a solid you know um, uh, a, a Jewish community. You felt safe. There were strength in numbers. Yes, there were some Palestinian, pro-Palestinian offshoots. Very, not, not, not like you see today. Now it's like, um, you, if you, you're caught putting up any, any, any posters of the victims, or you're showing, you know, pro is, you know, pro-Israeli paraphernalia. You're, you know, you could be attacked. I mean, it's, it's, it's terrible, and it's not just, it's, it's, you know, Hamas is, is, and you know, kill all the Jews, get them off the face of the earth. Let's do what the Nazis couldn't finish because. Know, Hitler, Hitler got caught in '45. Um, so let's let's pick up where he left off. And and it's yes, they, it's, they're coming for they they came for the Israelis. You know, you know, thanks to the the support of uh, Iran, um, they came in pat with paragliders, no less. Uh, so we're you know we're, we've got a whole jihad on Jews all over the world, and of course America. I, I, and it's frightening, you know. We, I I can't do anything. I can't go over there and fight for Israel. I, you know, I applaud people here uh, who really have the means to do something. I'm, and I'm getting, making to make an example. I'm going to give a shout out to Floyd Merriweather, the um, boxer. The boxer. Yep. Yes. I didn't know his. I had no idea of his of his pro-Israeli sentiment. He sent a private jet. To Israel with supplies, very nice. I had no idea. I, I don't keep up with the flow of Floyd Merriweather's social media. I had no idea, and I just found out. And I think that's wonderful. Good for him. I'm just finding out now from you, uh, but I've gained anybody who's who's pro-Israel. Uh, I, I, I I you know I I'm with 100%. I've been pro-Israel my whole life. Never stronger than right now. But anybody who's anti-Israel, and I understand people saying, oh, how about the poor uh, poor Palestinian people? You know what? Their government put them in that spot. Bibi Netanyahu didn't put them in that spot. Their, their Hamas and the pro-Palestinian um, uh, leaders, if you want to call them that, well, they are leaders in the Arab world, put them in that spot. And if uh, if you notice, all these people that are that are uh, shouting protest and and support for the Palestinians, they're not bringing them in, right? It's not like 
uh, it's not like somebody said, "Hey, you know what? We're going to cut off a, a piece of our land and we're going to we're going to make that free Palestine right now." Nobody's offering that, right? It, has anybody done that? Has either Saudi Arabia, Iran, no. Syria, has anybody offered them any land? No, no one has offered them anything. They were, they were many of them were at the border in, in, in Egypt, and they, I don't know if they even got in. But they elected these people in Gaza, and you know the majority of the leaders, the so-called leaders, as you say, in in that region, uh, they're living they're living off the side of the land. They're all very well off. The people are suffering, and they're and they're being used uh, by the by, as, as pawns, and they suffer. They do live in like they do live in hell homes. That's true, but. Um, Israel didn't start this. Hamas started this. Hamas came in and, and butchered people and took them out of their homes and killed them and abducted them. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, it, unfortunately, the Iron Dome didn't catch everything. I don't know if there was a, an intelligence gap in Israel. I, I, you know, you say what you will about Netanyahu using the situation to deflect from the, his political problems. I don't know. I mean, this might reflect badly on him in, you know, going forward um but right now israel has to be united against this insurgent and this is the worst the worst mass killing since the holocaust and it's and i don't know what's going to happen next because we're seeing we're seeing this this anti this anti-semitism and hatred erupting on our own soil here in in our in our so-called institutes of higher education yeah like you said 10 years ago I don't think we'd be seeing this. You know, what, is, what has changed? What, what's happened? And again, before you respond, Melissa, I tell Joran.com, everyone, uh, check it out. Uh, a great starting point for all things Melissa. Frank McKay here with Melissa, I tell Joran. Uh, but what's changed in these last 10 years? I mean, we've gotten very woke. We've gotten, um, we've gotten away from, from logic in, in so many ways. And uh, look, it, what what I want to I want to underline even before I uh, you know ask you to respond on it is I was just there I was in Israel and I was in Palestine and when I crossed over into Palestine it's a slum it's the worst slum you've ever seen in your life it's worse than anything in New York it's worth worse than anything that you would see in a city in America uh, deep south Appalachia it is worse than than all of that. But what I'm asking you is why is that Israel's fault, right? And uh, and people can say, well, you know, they they control the in uh, the inflow of um, of of food and medicine and whatever. Well, the Palestinian government and Hamas were able to get five thousand or more rockets into uh, into the Gaza Strip. I, I mean, I, don't you think maybe they should have? done the same with food or medicine or whatever why is it israel's charge why is it their responsibility to make palestine beautiful right right because it's easy to blame them you know meanwhile um these people these hamas have dug tunnels their uh their leaders don't don't they don't do anything for these people they let them rot and they use that as an excuse, and these people elected them, no less. I'm yeah. not saying that, that, they're, that Israel does everything 100%. I'm not saying that, that, that you know, it, 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 it's been easy with this uh, 
you know, taking occupied lands or unoccupied lands or building settlements nearby. I mean, that's extremely, to me, that's, that's you know, that's a, it's a big risk. It's a big gamble. You know, it, 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 I understand that the, 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 the residents wanted to, you know, they, they, they wanted to live there and, and, and they felt safe being near the gates and, and uh, but it, it's, a, it, it's tough. It's, you know, it's really hard trying to get along with these people on either side who are, you know, don't like you. You know, Israel is the size of, what, Delaware, New Jersey, and they're surrounded by all these people. I mean, think of it as if, if New York were being attacked by New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> over, right. I don't know what, the bridge, the, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Anything. You know, we would have a right to, re- you know, defend ourselves. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I don't I don't get it at all. I don't. I, I don't understand where anybody could be blaming. Um, uh, I, I don't know uh, where anybody could be blaming um, <clears throat> Israel on this at all. But again, somehow, some way, um, Israel's being blamed. I, I mean, did 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 I just dream the thousand uh, Hamas uh, Palestinians coming in on on, on the uh, uh, you know what are those things the air gliders and. And did I just dream those uh, those bombs going there? Did I just dream uh, that uh, the the whole communities being beheaded, uh, whether they were older, younger, babies? I, I don't know. Did we just dream that? Uh, how did how is somehow anybody blaming Israel for this? <laughs> Why? Because they're fighting back. What were they supposed to do? Jews. They they you know ninety eighty five eighty years ago. You know, or even before then, when Hitler came to power, nobody said anything when he started, you know, taking away the people's people's uh, legal rights. Or theirs. And, and then, and then slowly, year by year, making them become second-class citizens. And then, finally, you know, you know, with the, the, having similar violence, you know, the Crystal Knox, uh, bombing um, buildings, shown buildings, synagogues. Um, and 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 uh, we're, we're taking just strips of their citizenship. Nobody said anything. You know, there was a different world. We didn't have a state of Israel. We didn't have activism. You know, in, in defense of Jews. And uh, now, when when they're defending themselves, there's nobody there. I mean, they were they're getting attacked. You know, we're seeing this on our own soil. It it feels unsafe to be to be Jewish. And people think that Jews control everything. Um, in certain in certain areas of the United States, it may seem certain sections of certain states of the United States. It may seem there are big Jewish populations, but in reality, the Jewish population is very small in comparison with everyone, every um, you know a, a group. And and again, you know, now it's uh, you have no right to stand for yourself. We do just wait to be totally wiped off the face of this earth. Do you think? And and again, Melissa, I tell Jordan.com, everyone. Uh, do you think if Israel existed at the time of at the time of Hitler, and Bibi Netanyahu was you know magically you know the the president back then, and he uh, he ordered Israeli um, planes to to wipe out sections of uh, of Hitler's army, would there be people? Like uh, disputing it, then would people have said, "Oh, oh, oh, Israel should stay out of this" or whatever? I, I mean, and that's—I I mean, 
has it changed this much since World War II? Um, I, I, know, I know there's been anti-Semitism. I don't get it. I don't understand anti-Semitism at all. I just don't get it. I mean, I understand and I completely disagree when people are anti-Hispanic. Uh, you know, some people are worried about taking over their, their country, uh, you know, like uh, Hispanic. Why do I have to speak uh, press one to uh, speak English? Why, why doesn't, uh, you know, the, the Spanish language? You know, like, I, I understand. I, I don't agree with it. I, I completely disagree with it 100%. But I, I understand why people might be threatened by that. I don't understand how people are threatened by Jews, to be honest with you. And I, I know, you know, over there, Arab, uh, Arabs uh, hate the Jews forever because they're a power there. But what I'm saying is, wh why, do, why do you think these people hate the Jews? I mean, what, what have the Jews done uh, in, uh, in, uh, even in this country? I mean, there are, there's this guy, what's his name? Uh, John, uh, uh, not, not Hagelin, John uh, Hagel? I think his name is, or, 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 or something along those lines. I had a whole conversation about it yesterday. Um, he's in San Antonio, Texas, and he's got uh, something called the Cross, it's the Crossroads Church. And he has a whole movement. He's a preacher. He's like a preacher, and he's got a huge congregation. And his whole premise on Israel is that, that he thinks that all Israelis, I'm, I'm sorry, all Jews should go back to Israel. Right, that's the thing. He's openly saying this, and he's, uh, you know, he's like a super right wing, um, you know, preacher or whatever. But he's saying this. I, I don't get it. I don't understand why these people have the prejudice against Jews. I, I, I explain to me as a Jewish woman, I, what what are they saying? What are they seeing? It's it's ignorance. It's deep seated hatred. I mean, and 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 and. And and you know and, and you're you know you you should be applauded for your far side and it's all these you know wherever you've been you go to Israel you travel to Ukraine I mean you 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 take great personal risks to, to expose the truth and if everybody were as far sighted as you it would be a much better world but it isn't because there are a lot of people with deep seated ignorant uh, antiquated views about life and about people. And it, it, it's been ingrained in, in, in people for, for centuries, going back, you know, going back thousands of years. Um, you know, there's a there's a the theory that Hitler is actually descended from 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 Haman in the Esther story. He was the evil advisor. His wow. he, his ancestor was Haman. And it's you no, know, you know, I know it doesn't. Haman wasn't German, but you know, somewhere along the line, he, he, uh, gave, someone gave rise to Hitler. Um, and, and Hitler, um, Hitler turned against Jews because his his personal life went bad. He couldn't get opportunities as, a, as an art student, and, uh, and 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 he he adapted this 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 feeling that this this idea that it was, all the Jews are bad and they're all against him. And there's the rumor that his I don't know if it was his stepfather or somebody somebody was Jewish and he had it in for that person. You know that's the other conspiracy theory. Yeah. And also, and also when and and, and the, going back to what if Netanyahu uh, was president of an, of an of an Israel back then? I don't know if it, it would probably would have been shelved by then. You know, H Hitler met with the Grand Mufti um, in, in Egypt, 
and they they came to they had a, an, an understanding. We hate Jews as much as you do, and and you know even though Arabs are not Aryan, they're they're Semitic people. They're actually you know Arabs are you know, biblically brothers to Jews from Canaan, yeah. Abel, from yeah, and from even Esau from from Jacob and Esau, uh, but you know but they went they went their different ways. Um, but the, the Grand Mufti and Hitler had an, an understanding. Yeah, we'll let your people come into, uh, you know, North Africa and whatever. We hate Jews as much as you do. And, you know, we're yeah. behind you 100 percent. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, this is this is the kind of insanity we're dealing with. And uh, this is uh, this is the worst anti-Semitism that uh, that has reared its head since uh, since Hitler. Right. I mean, this is I. And and I've said it all along. These are these are Hitler wannabes, many of these people. And we saw it in 1990 with the Gulf War, the first Gulf War. We saw um, it, it was Netanyahu again, right? He was there, uh, and he basically held his tongue, and he held his fire for the good of that coalition. And because George Herbert Walker Bush, who I thought did a very good job, I, I you know of stopping and and getting the whole. Um, a whole coalition together, but the the Israelis were kept out of that coalition. Think about it; they were kept out of that coalition. And Saddam Hussein sent those Scud missiles over every chance he got. And and fortunately, they uh, you know they they were very weak and they were they were very whatever. But still, it was it was terror. It was they were terrorizing the Jews. He was trying to do this to maybe incite other Arabs that somehow he was doing the right thing. The Israelis, the Israelis were team players then. They, uh, I, I can't imagine anybody being shot at with Scud missiles with the power that they had uh, th that were willing to control themselves and to, uh, and to discipline uh, th for the good of a coalition. And many of the people in the coalition hated them, hated them. So we saw it then. We saw the anti-Semitism then. Uh, but, you know, this is unbelievable what's going on. And our own press, and I, I, I have a hard time finding press that I think is is doing good things. I can't even watch ABC um, uh, TV. The news is is terrible. Uh, the coverage that I saw, anyway, I just turned it off. Uh, they were originally, and the Wall Street, uh, not the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times did this as well. What they did is in the beginning they were they were coupling the casualties together. And I said, what's, I said to my wife, I said, what sense does this make? They're, they're coupling the, the Jews that were lost, the Israelis that were lost in a, in a terrorist attack, a planned terrorist vicious uh, attack. They're grouping them with the retaliatory uh, effort, uh, efforts of, uh, of the Israeli army. How are you grouping that together? How is that? How is that fair? How does that even make sense to Israel? Yeah, I know, I know, and also with the hospital thing, they were starting to provide Israel, and they had to retract that. What What did they say? I lost you for a second. What did they say about the hospital thing? Hold on. Here we go. Times, yes, the New York Times first headline about the hospital bombing. Um, accused Israel right away of causing that, of bombing, um, bombing the, their own hospital to, you know, create headlines or what have you. And 
and then um, and then they quickly retracted that when the information came in. So it shows you where the New York Times stands, and uh, it's 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 appalling. It really is. I mean, you can't get um, fair coverage anywhere, pretty much anywhere. The you know to the Jewish publications, perhaps you uh, you know it, it's it's. It's just, I don't know, it's sickening. It's really sickening how quickly they are to, you know, condemn Israel for every little thing that, that happens. They don't read the facts. They don't realize, you know, you know what, 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 uh, you know, what I, I have words for Hamas. I know they planned this. They, they don't even care about their own people, how many they kill, you know, to, put, to prove their point. Yeah, they don't care. I mean, people are, are pawns to them. And I, I want to say one thing about the hostages. Obviously, uh, we, we pray for the release of the hostage and the safe um, the safe keeping of, of the hostages and the safe release of the hostages. But the truth of the matter is Israel is not going, nor should they, they're not going to let Hamas stop, uh, stop an attack. Uh, because they're holding, how many hostages do they have? 200 hostages? Oh, God only knows, yeah. You know, I think they would yeah. they would say how many they have. They want to brag about how many they have, probably. Um, oh, sure. If but, they're alive. I wonder if they're alive. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. And and if it, was, if it were me, and I know it's easy to say now, but if it were me and I was there, I would say, look, you, you got to look at the big picture. Um Go get them, Israel. You know, just finish these guys off. Finish off Hezbollah. That means Lebanon and, and hitting uh, parts of Lebanon and, um, and wiping them out. And then, it, you know, and it, means, uh, uh, it, it means Iran, you know. And, and if you can get Iran um, and, and get the nuclear um, reactors that, uh, that are started there, uh, we're not going to have to deal with this 10 years from now. And I think you got to do is you got to do all the ugly work now. It, it's terrible to say, Melissa. It is terrible to say, but uh, you know I think they've got to. Uh, I think they've got to finish off um, the uh, the antis. You know the the enemies while they have a chance. They're never going to get an opportunity like this again to uh, to destroy their enemies. Yeah, I agree. I agree, and they have to be. You need to get them, at, you know, from the core. And it's just that I don't know if it's how this war will escalate. I worry also about what the situation here. You know, it, it, it's scary. It, it, you know, you, you let your imagination run wild. You, you think that, you know, maybe it's, you know, we're going to have a second wave of, of uh, you know, the, the, the Nuremberg laws and. And yep. sort of, you know, somebody's going to get into power and round up all the all, all the Jews in the United States and kill them off, or I I don't know. I mean, it's it's it's, it's we used to think, well, if you're if the Holocaust survivors anyway, used to think, well, we're in America now, never again. But you can't say never again because it could always happen once more. Yeah, I I you know, I, there's a there's a guy named Rick Rubin, and he he went to Hofstra. And he started with Russell Simmons. He started a, uh, de I think Def Jam was the name of the uh, label. And it's and I think uh, when they split, Russell Simmons took Def Jam, and Rick Rubin took Def America as a record label. And they had the Beastie Boys and Run DMC and all this. And he said, I never 
thought anything about religion. I never thought anything about politics. But I heard a Holocaust survivor. It might have been uh, Ellie Wassell, um, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Didn't he? Uh, yeah. Did he write Man's uh, Search for Me? Oh, no, that was Viktor Frankl. Uh, but anyway, he, uh, he was listening to a Holocaust survivor. And, and he said, just imagine. Uh, he said, raise your hand if you're Jewish. And, uh, you know, a whole bunch of people raised their hand. And this is years ago. This is, you know, in the 80s. This happened, early 80s. And he says, okay. He said, just, just imagine one day. You're, you're just walking around minding your own business. And somebody walked up to you and said the same thing. Are you Jewish? And you said, yes. And they say, come with me. And they, they grab you and they, uh, they took you and they took your family and they took, just decided that they're going to bring in, they're going to bring in uh, Jews and they're going to, the ones that they don't bring in and that they keep, they're going to put stars, they're going to make you wear stars on, Jewish stars on you. And they're going to put big Jewish stars on your, on your uh, properties so people know who you are. He said, just imagine if that just happened right now. And he said, I never thought about it, but that's exactly what happened, and I think it was 40, less than 40 years ago in Germany. He, uh, the, the Jews weren't expecting that. They wouldn't, have, they wouldn't have been around if they were expecting that. So the, uh, you know, the, the question is, um, you know, can it happen here? Could something like this happen here? Um, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, uh, it's frightening. Melissa, it's frightening. And it's frightening. Uh, yeah, I, I just, I don't know what we're looking at. I know. I know. I don't either. I don't. Yeah. I hope it doesn't, it doesn't happen. I, I you know, I, 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 I at least, uh, you, know, you know, Joe Biden uh, reaffirmed his uh, pledge to you know, pr protect and support um, all Jewish American citizens. We don't have you know, we don't have anybody coming to power, but, you know, we have a, a very far left uh, progressive wing. It's, they're small, but they and there's and some of the things they say are, are, are utter nonsense and vitriol, but they're there. And and God forbid someone from the very far right comes into p power. Uh, you know, we get a com really bad combination of a, a Tlaib or, an, or a, uh, an Omar. Omar or we get somebody from the very far right, some. You know, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah, I don't think she would want it. She wouldn't call for Jews to die. I don't think so, even though she's a, you know, a wackadoodle. Um, but you get somebody else, somebody who's got, who's, you know, a real far-right uh, Trump supporter um, who, you know, who, who, who's a member of Proud Boys or, or uh, one of the uh, other, you know, one of the other groups that... Um, uh, the anti, uh, yeah, Charlottesville, even those groups. Who, yeah, who's the other one? Proud Boys. Uh, there. Yeah. Proud Boys. There was another group. I can't remember their names. Also, uh, you know. Q. QAnon. QAnon. They're not there. I'm not afraid of them. They're just conspiracy theory. Nuts. Yeah. There's another one. I think it starts starts with an A, and they're very violent. If you get somebody like that, you know, uh, you know, real antichrist figure, yeah. you know. Getting to the getting into uh, getting power in Congress and then beyond, that could be scary. I mean, you, you, but you see, it doesn't even take that. You've got anti-Semitism in uh, on your college campuses, in the in the Ivy Leagues. You've got them, uh, you know, in, in in everyday walks of life. You've got people who've been who've had deep-seated um, um, 
ignorant views about Jews, and, and they walk among us, and we see them every day. We may even, you know, shop beside them in the store, or go to work with them, or travel in the trains with them. We don't know what they're thinking, but many of them do. They, they have these ingrained views that, oh, the Jews have got what they deserved, and whatever, and you, you know, and, and, and they seem like nice people, but when they start saying things like that, it makes you, it makes you wonder, you know, what, what could, what's going to happen in the next 10 years. Where do you go if you're Jewish in America? Where where do you go? I I would I would be afraid to go to Israel right now. Where where in the world could I go? I'd have to I, I don't want to I don't want to be I mean I wish I could fight I could fight for Israel. I could do something like Floyd Floyd Merriweather does. Yeah. Did, but I I can't. Well, what can I do to stop this? Yeah. I mean that's that's it's just that you talk about these groups. Uh, I have a, I have a relative. I don't want to be too specific. Um, but her friend, her friend, her friend um, has a mother who got involved with some crazy right-wing groups down in uh, in in Florida, and it, it it turned out, and they were they were talking about Jews and they were talking about crazy things, and uh, it ended up being an Oath Keepers uh, Oath Keepers meeting or something like that, and I think Oath Keepers are like Proud Boys or did you ever hear of that Oath Keepers? Um, I, I've in passing. I mean, I know about Proud Boys. I think we all know about the Proud yeah. Boys. So you know, there was just some, um, you know, the Proud Boys, Oath Keepers, and again, I don't know anything about them, but they're they're far right, anti-government militia, and uh, or maybe that the, there were a lot of Oath Keeper members in there or something like that, and uh, it's just a frightening, it's it's a frightening world that we're living in. Proud yeah, Boys. You know, if you remember, uh, President Trump in a, a debate said, uh, "Proud Boys stand down" or something like that. Proud Boys stand. You know, he he said something like that, and uh, and it was like a it was a statement that you know that kind of sent chills down your spine. And I know people have a tendency to to back who backs them, but uh, and that's what we got to watch out for. These groups get they get powerful enough, they get big enough, and then the politicians are afraid to say anything about them or do anything to them. I asked this person that was telling me about San Antonio, about this um, cornerstone, God, I wish I remember his name, John, not Hagel or, or Haglin or something like that, maybe John Haglin, um, cornerstone church in San Antonio, uh, San Antonio. Um, cornerstone church, and... Uh, Hold on, I just don't want to mix it up because, uh, you know, we'll be slandering somebody or libeling somebody, right? Um, a, a Cornerstone Church in San Antonio. This guy, he is a frightening uh, character. Hold on, Cornerstone Church. And it's it's beyond a cult. It's a, it's a serious, um, you know, it's a serious problem. Cornerstone Church. And what's the Reverend John and his son Matt took over? Let me see. San Antonio pastor. Hold on, what the hell is the guy's name? I'm sorry, I don't know this. But it's, uh, oh, uh, John uh, Hagee. H-A-G-E-E. Check him out if you get a chance. He's a senior pastor at Cornerstone Church. He's in his 80s, but his son Matt has taken over and basically saying the same thing now. And they're, um, they're Orthodox evangelical uh, Christianity is, is what, they, uh, what they practice. But they are so anti-Jew and anti—you know—they 
they want all the Jews to go to uh, to Israel. All the Jews from all over the world, they want them to go there. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I guess if they're there, they're, uh, it's easy enough to bomb the hell out of them, right, and get rid of them all at once. But, I mean, this is going on right in San Antonio. And I don't know who's... i got to do more research on it, uh, but uh, it's, it, it's the most unbelievable situation. And I just found out about it yesterday. John Hagee, his name is. Um, if you look him, H-A-G-E-E. -E. But anyway, it's frightening what he's talking about. And, uh, and his church, the, uh, every Sunday, he's got 17,000 people listening to him. You know, what church has 17,000 people? Um, you know, listen, and, and, and he's just preaching this, I guess, to these rednecks, you know, like, you know, the, the right wing, you know, the extreme insanity. You know, and, and look, there's extremes on both sides. Omar and Talib are terrible, terrible uh, people, and they're dis disgraceful. They're anti-Semitic. They're not anti-Zionism. They're not anti-Israel. Uh, they're anti-Semitic is what they are. And, uh, and there's people on the left, and there's people on the right there. And uh, listen, a bottom line before we go, Melissa, is, is I, hope, I hope that uh, Bibi Netanyahu and the Israeli army, I hope that I pray for them, that they're safe, that they wipe out Hamas, they wipe out Hezbollah, and then they turn their, their weapons towards Iran, and they wipe out uh, it, the, the key factors in their, uh, in their defense or their military over there. And, and again, I don't want to you know, be pushing for World War III here, but I think they've got to take care of it while they have this opportunity. And if they take care of Iran, things should be should be calm for uh, for a few years. But if you don't, this is there's just going to be another Hamas. There's going to be another Hezbollah. There's going to be another group that uh, that's a hate group. It's probably, you know, forming right now. I mean, if, if not formed already, uh, a final word in a response to what I just said. No, everything. I agree with everything you, you say. I think we're all, you know, it, it, we're very fortunate to have a, 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 such a supporter like you, a, a voice of reason. In, a, in an insane world of hatred, and and you you're a steadfast friend of, of Jews all over the world, and I know I'm I'm very honored to know you, and and uh, right back I, at you, I, thank you. Uh, thanks, thank you, thank you for everything, and um, I I don't know, I just uh, let's you know pray for, for for peace, pray for Israel, stand with Israel, Israel now and forever, and uh, let's. Let's not have another moment in history where uh, Jews are hunted down, where where um, right-wing fractions of, of people, of parties, uh, uh, extremists take over and 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 dictate our lives. And this is isn't what we, what we're meant to do on this earth. And uh, you know now it's even more perilous. We're we're dealing with a you know a a, a, a new uh, axis of evil with nuclear weapons, and I don't even want to go there. But it's 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 just all frightening. You know, there are people who are who are, are young yet who haven't even begun living their lives, and they should have the opportunity to have their futures ahead of them. And I just yeah. I just hope the United States can stand on its own and 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 be this continue to be this beacon of, of freedom and friend of Israel and friend of all peoples who are oppressed. And uh, we, you know, we 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 stood for uh, against religious oppression, racial oppression, 
and we have to we have to stand firm and against you know new and and different um, enemies. So um, you know, let's let's all pray um, that things get better. Yeah, I, it's, I'm with you 100%. And people listening, uh, we, we appreciate you listening each and every week. Thank you very much. And, Melissa, I'm, uh, just to uh, you know, let all of those people know they have a lot of options, and we appreciate them tuning in to us. Okay, we do. And to, and to everyone out there, uh, stay safe. And to Israel, our thoughts and prayers are with you. And uh, next week, hopefully, we're going to be uh, talking about uh, a successful ground invasion of Israel with uh, very few Israeli casualties and uh, and progress made and, and hopefully the destruction of Hamas and Hezbollah uh, in, in the rearview mirror and then uh, God knows what's going to happen uh, soon after that. But our thoughts and prayers are with Israel. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on the Melissa Itell Juran Show. You've been listening to Melissa Itell Duran and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.